Hello everybody, welcome to Moment of Impact and today I'm so excited because I have a guest and this guest is very dear to me, he's very special. She's very special to me because she's my wife and uh, something that you might not have known about my wife is that my wife is a youth pastor. Yes, she's a youth pastor in Hoboken, a wonderful church, a wonderful community there. And, um, you know, she has a deep passion and love for the youth. And like, you know, we both share this. We love to see people being transformed by God's grace and God's love. And we believe that God is able to do this. So if you are out there and you're listening to this voice, believe me, this is not coincidence. God wanted you to hear. So, you know, a little, I just want to, you know, I want to pass it to my wife right now so she can just say hello to you guys. Hey, guys. Um, as my husband uh, notified you or let you know I am a youth pastor in Hoboken, New Jersey in the Church of God of Prophecy so shout out to them um, and yeah uh, I've been there for 13 years and I became a youth pastor 3-4 years ago I believe um, and I've been there ever since and I love it and like he mentioned I actually love to see when God transforms a yep. person's heart, a person's life into going, really seeing the fruits and regro- being transformed from old to new. Yes. And I love that. And Amen. Hi. Amen. And thank you, Jennifer, for that information about yourself, a little background on yourself there. Uh, just to add to what you said, um, I know you were also an assisting youth pastor for quite a while. Uh, and you were, you always been involved in that. And, um, you know, we thank the Lord for your, for your help. And, you know, we see how much you care sincerely for the youth. So today we want to do a little something different. We want to, you know, speak to the youth mainly. But if you're there and you consider yourself a youth, you're free to listen to. Okay. I, I mean, I consider myself a youth as well sometimes. Uh, however, so I'm just going to, you know, ask a couple questions to my wife, Jennifer, being that she's a youth pastor. And we're going to go back and forth. So before uh, we begin, I want to read a scripture and we're going to pray real briefly. First uh, John 4, 4. It says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Hallelujah. God is awesome. So, Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this opportunity to share your word. Lord God, I pray that whoever hears this word may be blessed, may be empowered. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. So, the first thing I want to, you know, share with you, Jennifer, is that I see in this verse that John is speaking to the church and mainly the youth. And he says, little children, you are from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world he, he you know the, the main action there is overcome you have overcome them you know because the one that is in you the one that's operating in you is greater than he who is in the world and when i look at the youth i see so much potential in their lives i see so much you know um uh, uh, great things that they can have in their future but sometimes they're, they're bombarded with so many ideas and things out there that basically rub their identity and, 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 and takes their focus away from the great things that God wants to do in their lives. So 
I want to know if you notice that as well when you see a young person that has so much potential and in, 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 in not just in church but in other things and they lose their sight on what God has for them because they're focusing maybe too much on the smaller things and not on the greater things uh, you know and there's a lot of voices out there a lot of you know positive voices but it seems that we're bombarded mostly by the negative voices out there you know on television and radio and music and uh, in, in the media in, in all kinds of media sometimes they 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 are judged by how well they look how well they dress um, you know what ethnicities they are if they have papers no papers uh, you know if they're a boy or girl if they're a little confused uh, so it's just so much and you know and I read this text it says little children you are from God and have overcome them you know the them all those all those things that I just mentioned trying to steal their identity trying to steal their 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 purpose their uh, as I said it before their potential from them so what do you think about that um, that's a great question um, actually I had small group with uh, my youth about I think a week ago and um, this was brought up in regards to I think they limit themselves in regards to something called fear and fear stops us and robs us from things. Fear is sometimes is can be used as good. Yeah. Like, you know, don't touch the stove because you know if there's a burning flame, don't touch the stove because yes. you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get burned. But also fear where oh you're never gonna become anything, or you're you know you're worthless, or you know those when those negatives do start be you start thinking that oh man. I really don't know who I am. It robs you from your identity. Yeah. And this verse is perfectly because it says, you are from God and have overcome that. So in other words, you have overcome, when you when you identify yourself in Christ, you have already overcome your thoughts, your negative thoughts. Wow. And you realize that, yes, I have, I found my identity in Christ. And since he identifies who I am, that's why he is made greater in me than who he's who is in the world i mean that's so succinctly and perfectly put um you know the word overcome you are from god he says you are from god sometimes we you know our youth can be battling where am i from what is my purpose and <laughs> there's no greater purpose than being from god like who is higher than him right, right. he is the highest of highest he is the most high and he says, you're from the most high God. You are from God and you have overcome. You're on the top of the hill. You're on the top of the mountain. And you have overcome because of the relationship that you have with me. So whatever the young person is going through, as you put it, you know, whatever they may, challenges they may face, they are real. But the real news is this, that God is also real. Yes. And that God wants you to know that, you know, through the uh, apostle John, that you have overcome. And he says, little children, meaning you are my children. You are mine. And, and it's, it's beautiful. Uh, also, uh, you know, um, this text calls my attention. It's from 1 Corinthians 6, 19 um, through 20. And it's, and it's about buying something. It's about going to a place and buying something. You know, we need money in order to buy things. So here, it, it, the Apostle Paul says that something amazing about us. And, you know, the action word here is bought with a price. And the text reads like this. It says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, 
whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Number one, it tells me that my body, my body, this thing that I that I call my body, I mean, I need to work on it. It's a temple. <laughs> it's a temple. It's a building made by God. Not just a building, but it's a place where God comes down to meet with me. And he says that the Holy Spirit is within me. And this I have received from God. And then it, it, it finishes, it closes almost by saying, you, not almost, but it does say, it you were bought. You. Yeah, it reassures me. Thank you. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in the body. Now, what is this price that we were bought with? What, what was the currency that God used to buy us? Well, we have to remember when John, when Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus, you know, he said in John chapter three. Yes. And he was going through a, a conversation with him in, reg- in regards to being born again. And then he goes, for God so loved the world Mm. that he gave his only son. Yes. And that was the price, the ultimate price where God came down from heaven and he bought us something, something that we can't even fathom when we, I think to myself, I'm like, why? Like David said in the Psalm, what is it of me that you're so mindful of? Yes. Why am I so important? And it's because God loved me so much. Wow. God loved me so much that he, it says in 1 Corinthians uh, 19, or do you not know that your body is a temple and you were bought with the price? And I love it because it shows the currency, like you, you mentioned before, the currency and the exchange of, okay, I'm here. My name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. I came to overcome the world and we just spoke about overcoming yeah first john 4 4 we read about overcoming in first corinthians 6 19 verse 20 we you know the, the paul is telling us about being bought with a price and you put it so beautifully you know the price that currency that god used is the jesus currency mm-hmm. he sent his son to pay for us you know right now it's like a big move about bitcoin uh, uh cryptocurrency uh, the dollar versus the euro, but none of those things would ha- have the power to buy us, to uh, basically buy us from the grips of sin, from the, the grip of, of being into a, a, a being a, a place I say in a self destruction. And Christ Jesus came, the Father came, digged into His pocket, and took out His Son, the Lamb of God, Jesus, and said, "You are worth. This is how much you're worth to me." This is how much value you're worth to me. You know, it always amazes me when I when I see like rich people buying an ugly painting and they're like, this painting looks so horrible. And yet, then when you see the price, oh, it's $2 million for this painting. It's like my eyes change. Like, wow, this thing looks beautiful now. And it's because of the price. So, you know, sometimes you look, you can look at yourself and be like, man, I'm not that great. But when you realize, when you realize the price that has been paid for you, then you realize, wow, there's value in me, yes. and, I, and and that's why you try. That's why you're conveying that there's value in the youth. And the and the interesting thing it says, you were born with the price, right? When we when we tr- people climb the highest mountain to find themselves, and they buy these books, self self glorifying books. You know, be the best you. Do this, do that, do this, do that. 
but little do they know the Bible reassures who they are. Yes. And in that, wow, God made himself so wonderful that he took his glory and he came here as a simple man. And he's like you mentioned, he bought us with a price. He bought us with his life. He said, I lay down my life for my sheep. Yes. Hallelujah. No one takes it away and from no me. No one takes no one snatches out of them out of my hand. And no one can snatch it out of my hand. That's how that's how precious it is. And for the youth that's going through it. Yes. I want you guys to remember that you were bought with a price. Not and your price and your the life the value of your life is a life. And Jesus was that life. Amen. You know it's funny because I'm thinking about well you know, it's a place called Burlington Co. Factory. And I love buying there, to be honest with you guys. You know, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, sometimes I go looking for a special jacket. And I see the jacket is worth $300. And then I come out of there buying, paying $69. <laughs> I treat that jacket like it costs $300, to be honest with you. I don't walk around saying I'm wearing a $69 jacket. I know that that jacket is worth $300. So, you know, I know that there's a big price that was paid for me. And that knowing that blesses my life and i believe for the youth out, that's out there hey listen you're not any ordinary thing you're yes. special you know you are were bought with a price you're valuable you're valuable a godly price and um and, you know this is great uh thank you so so much babe um you know it says here um in first timothy 4 12 um <laughs> It says here in 1 Timothy 4, 12, something that I, I want to just also touch at. And it says, you know, basically, let no one despise you f- for your youth, but set the believers, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. You know, it says, don't get tired, basically, of doing good. You know, don't get tired of being an example youth. You know, it says... To let no one despise your youth, you know, despise you for your youth. You know, um, a lot of people, when you see a young person coming or they see uh, young people hanging around, they're like, oh, they're so noisy, they're so loud, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and sometimes you might, you know, as a young person, you might feel put off because of that. Like, wow, they won't take me seriously. But God's telling us here that when a young person is purified by God, when a young person is confirmed, is confirmed by God, that they can actually be an example. Right. You know, other youth. yeah. What do you think about that? Being an example youth. I mean, that's great. If I can look up at a, if I can look up to a youth and be like, man, that's who I want to be. Or you know, you have a lot of negative. You have a lot of positive influence, but you also have a lot of negative influence. Which one would you rather be? Would you rather be the negative influence, or would you rather be? And also, a lot of, and I've heard this throughout growing up. You know, don't be a follower, be a leader. So who do you want to be? Do you want to be that follower? Or you want to be that leader that stands for something yes. great as, you know, standing for what's actually what's right and what's wrong? And, and, and uh, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, it gives us like a couple examples here. It says in speech, in conduct, in, conduct, in love, mm-hmm. in faith, mm-hmm. and in purity. Mm-hmm. It's funny because young people have a problem with we're purity but it's telling me it's telling us that it is possible yes to be a young person that is pure to be a young person that has faith 
to be, be a person a young person that's able to communicate correctly and powerfully and it, it says let no one despise you i mean enjoy your youth use your youth as for your advantage yes in jesus and um if you, i mean you can get a lot about a lot in this um in this uh text yeah because purity like you're considered i remember i was watching i don't uh i was watching something on tv and um they were they everyone was so like so marveled at the fact that there's this couple they became news i don't i i i don't even remember their names but they became headline and because they did not kiss as simple as kiss mm. through their relationship or through their engagement now they now they're about to get married and everyone was like in marvel and marveling at the fact that they didn't even kiss yes and it's it's just taking your relationship with god be a radical impurity yes be a radical impurity amen to that I like amen that. to that you know a lot of people getting tattoos a lot of people doing the same thing that everybody else is doing yes i mean and then you know what's really going to become special when you are different when you're not following everybody else and i tell you this and i know my wife agrees with me i hope well she does this is a supernatural thing Yes. And God has supernatural power to bless you, to strengthen you, to keep you. So, this is a brother Amado and my wife. Wow, this is good. Um, Jennifer. 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 Yes, youth pastor in Hoboken Church, Hoboken Koga, or Iglesia de la Profecía in Spanish, in Trina King Jackson. Um, this is your brother Amado, and we're saying thank you for listening to Moment of Impact. Where moments matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs>